and I'm going to give you some tips to ease common anxiety triggers due to working from home. If you're not working from home, many of these tips will still apply to you. I've worked from home on and off for 15 years, both in America and in Europe. So I can relate to those of you who are experiencing more stress working from home. The first thing I want you to do is think of anxiety only as an unconscious physical response. The physical symptoms are similar to being excited. Our hearts beat fast, more blood flows into the brain, and this is all because cortisol, which is a steroid, is getting released into your bloodstream. Cortisol is commonly referred to as a stress hormone, but we all think of stress as bad. So by association, you'll think of cortisol as bad, but it's just a steroid and it can be good for you. So think of it only as a steroid. The only real difference between our excitement and our anxiety is that we judge the situation we're in or the situation we're about to go into as negative instead of positive. Anytime we judge something, we give it more energy. So I want you to think of your judgment as food for your thoughts. So the thoughts that come as a result of judging your physical response to the steroid as positive might be things like, I can feel my heart beating fast. This is a great feeling. I'm so excited about this trip. I can't wait to leave for the airport. Now try judging your physical response to the same steroid as negative and your mind might respond with something like the following. I feel my heart racing. I must be getting nervous. I hope I can remember how to explain these slides. What if I don't get it right and I screw up this presentation? What will people think of me then? I'll feel so embarrassed and they'll know I'm no good at my job and so on and so on. When you're working from home, you're less likely to have the support of your colleagues or your manager to give you a boost when you need it. No one is there when you're working at home to see your discomfort. In the office, some might, someone might pick up on it and it's easier to ask for some reassurance. So remember, you are the ultimate judge here and you get to decide which type of thought you're going to feed depending on whether you're judging the situation as positive or not. Reassure yourself that you're excited about the situation. This will tell your linear mind to give you positive thoughts and you'll be able to use this added energy for your benefit. The next tip I have to ease anxiety when you're working from home is to start the day with a peaceful mindset. Carry an intention with you of having a peaceful day. How do you do this? First, you need to get enough rest and you need to eat a good breakfast. When we're stressed, we tend to neglect our sleep and we don't eat breakfast. 
And when you wake up, you already have an excess of these cortisol steroids. So your body needs some fuel to deal with that. Otherwise, you're just starting your day with higher than normal steroid levels in your body. In addition, take care that you don't drink too much caffeine during the day. If you're constantly adding stimulants to your body, it can increase your anxiety. Make sure that your workspace is free of clutter and make sure it includes anything that will trigger positive reflections during the day, like photos of your family, your friends, artwork, plants, anything that makes you feel good. And before you start your workday, give yourself 10 to 15 minutes to relax and plan your day. Planning your day in a relaxed state will help you save time later. So don't think of this as lost time. Start with a body sensing exercise while you're sitting in your chair. Take a deep breath, starting with your head and sense all of the parts of your body with your breath. Gently acknowledge any thoughts that come to mind and tell them you'll get back to them. And then put the attention back into the body, resting on each part of your body acknowledging how it feels, whether there's any tightness or tension, and simply acknowledging those without any judgment. Sensing the body can be very relaxing and your body wants to feel relaxed. Doing this daily will train your body the skill of getting into a relaxed state very quickly. Over time, each workday morning will begin with a peaceful feeling. You can also do this with your eyes open or closed throughout the day whenever you need to be present. And when you're done with this exercise, take a few minutes to plan and write down what it is you want to accomplish during the day, noting which are priorities and which aren't. I recommend doing this on paper first just so you're not tempted to check your email. Another common anxiety trigger when you're working from home is anticipating a stressful event. It could be having to give a presentation, running a meeting for an important client, or a call with your manager about something that's important to you. Remember back to when we thought of our anticipation of going on a trip we're imagining the tourist sites we'll see, what our experience will be like when we're out scuba diving in clear blue waters, or what exotic foods we might try in a city we've never been to before. These are all positive images that make us more excited and happy. And a similar thing happens when we continue with the thoughts reinforcing our anxiety. We feel fear. We're no longer tapping into our heart energy that's full of powerful feelings of love and charity. We're in our negatively biased head that only knows to give us thoughts that support judgments. 
so it can only serve us by doing what it knows how to do, providing us thoughts that align with our judgment. And remember that whenever we're not consciously observing with our attention, something can take over our energy. In a case like this, where our mind detects danger and we assess our own physical response and decide that it's negative, in other words, we label it as anxiety instead of excitement, what's the result going to be? Things are not going to go as well as they could. When we grow our attention and see that this is going to happen, only then can we choose how we're going to respond. So if there's an anxiety trigger and you believe that you're going to experience a physical response, you need to be ready for it. And the first thing you're going to do in a situation like that is give yourself some time to prepare for it. And the situation could be absolutely any event that you believe might provide you with a physical stress response. First, be conscious of your breathing. Take some slow, deep breaths, breathing out slower than you breathe in. Take a break to stand or walk around. Smile to reinforce that you're excited. Perform some slow body movements by stretching. Doing some relaxing movements, smiling, even drinking water so that your mouth isn't dry, will signal that you aren't in danger and you're in conscious control of your physical response. Then you can tell yourself that when you feel familiar physical signs like butterflies in your stomach, sweating, or a fast heartbeat, that this is a positive sign of excitement and it will give you the added mental energy and increased blood flow that you need to perform well. And imagine how good it's going to feel when you get into the flow of your presentation or your meeting with the audience. You know you've got this. You have all the energy that you need. And remind yourself that your talk is teaching something to the audience that they need to know. You are helping them with your needs, coming from your heart, and you're not convincing them for your own needs, which would come from your head. Look forward to that feeling of deep satisfaction that you get when it's over and you receive positive feedback on your performance. You help that one person. And now picture yourself telling someone who cares about you how you performed and then being so happy for you. The next common anxiety trigger due to working from home comes from uncertainty. When you don't know if something is okay, you can judge it negatively and your mind will respond with negative thoughts as it's programmed to. So as much as possible, you need to be aware when you judge something as negative without any supporting facts. You'll need to build your self-awareness skills. 
Negative thoughts are not facts, so don't treat them that way. Question what evidence you have for something to be negative. If you have none, then there's no reason not to judge something in a positive way. An even better solution to get rid of anxiety triggered by uncertainty, if it's possible, is to simply eliminate the uncertainty. Do this even if there's a chance that the facts won't turn out to be in your favor. It's far better to deal with a known negative that allows you to move on and do some damage control than an unknown negative that keeps you guessing and overthinking. I'll give you a couple of examples of things you could feel uncertain about and how to deal with your anxiety. For example, do you know whether you're doing a good job and prioritizing the right things? Some managers don't provide the feedback that they should for many different reasons that have nothing to do with you. And it may be even more difficult to get their feedback when you're not working in the same environment. So the solution is to ask for this. If you struggle with anxiety, it might feel uncomfortable. And if it is, let that be a sign that this is definitely something that will help you feel better. You can start with simply requesting feedback on a specific assignment, and then work your way up to requesting a quick call about your performance in general. You can frame this request both to your manager and to yourself that this call is an effort to make sure that you're supporting your manager in the best way possible. This takes the spotlight off of you as a person and more on the support that you're providing to your manager. It's not making the conversation so personal. Do you see the difference? You're asking for, for a review of your support, not a review on you as a person. You're checking to see if the support being provided is enough or whether your manager prefers some changes in the support. And if you're not sure whether you're prioritizing the right tasks, this is another common communication failure between managers and employees. So make it a habit to communicate what you're prioritizing through regular updates, whether they're explicitly requested or not. This regular communication builds trust and it will make you feel better about the work that you're doing and what you're prioritizing. Another common area of uncertainty when you're working from home is that your life from week to week or day to day can change dramatically and you may have more home responsibilities to take care of for whatever reason. If you know that your work will be impacted in some way, you should communicate this to your boss. For instance, if someone is ill and you need to be out a few hours here and there during the week, ask your manager if this is okay. 
The more communication you have, the more you will build trust and remove any unnecessary anxiety due to uncertainties. Many of us feel frustrated because we feel like there is so much that we cannot control regarding our jobs. This feeling of being powerless in our work environment is a common anxiety trigger. It's true that there are many things which aren't within our control. For example, sometimes we are going to make mistakes because of circumstances around us. It happens and it's inevitable. However, sometimes we give up our control unconsciously. I'm here to tell you that you have more freedom at work than you think you do. You have the freedom to do whatever you want as long as you can accept the consequences. So remind yourself of this when you don't feel like you have any control. It's your decision. You just need to weigh the consequences of your actions and then decide what to do. This can be an empowering realization. Much of the power others have over you is just a perceived power and you don't question it. So think through the consequences of standing up for yourself, expressing yourself, and doing what you want to do. Practice your assertiveness and set your boundaries to regain that feeling of power and control. Whether it's calling someone out directly who's repeatedly taking credit for your work, dealing with a boss who's taking advantage of you by refusing an assignment or refusing extra work, or finally telling someone no who always wants you to do their jobs for them. Be tactful, document the conversations if you feel that you need to. There will be times in your life when you need to be assertive and there may be a lot at stake if you don't. So treat your job as a place of opportunity for your growth where the stakes aren't as high. It's just a job after all. Exercising your power to do what's right for you feels amazing. And you will always have these memories to reflect on when you need them to remind yourself just how powerful you are. In part two of tips to ease common anxiety triggers due to working from home, I talk about dealing with loneliness, criticism, passive aggressive personalities, the tendency to ignore your own needs, as well as anxiety due to fear-based self-motivation. So join me next time for those topics. And if you liked these tips, please hit the like button, leave me a comment, and subscribe so you won't miss part two of this series.